0: Welcome once again to Leto's Law. Here's Steve Leto. Don't get a lot of stories out of Rhode Island these days, but I have one here that I think is going to uh, interest a lot of people. I have a disproportionate number of people in the audience who drive trucks for a living, who drive trucks. And there's even some stuff on the set over around the areas uh, in support of truck drivers. And so Rhode Island is going to shut off truck tolls under a new court order. And this is such a bizarre story. Turn to 10.com has a story by Brian Crandall. It's NBC 10 News. And Rhode Island's controversial truck tolls are being shut off Wednesday to comply with a federal judge's ruling that they're unconstitutional. So, you know, what? some states have got these gantries that go up over the road, and as you drive underneath them, they read your license plate and send you a bill. Well, Rhode Island set those up just for trucks. Not passenger cars, not SUVs, not pickup trucks. Just the big long-haul trucks, the semi-trucks, when they go through, they get billed. Nobody else gets billed. And the question is, is that fair? Because one federal judge seems to think, no, it's not fair. Uh, Judge William Smith in Providence's U.S. District Court sided with trucking companies in their years-long fight against the truck tolls, ruling that the tolls failed to fairly spread the cost of road repairs among users by singling out truckers to bear the burden of the cost. Smith ordered the tolls to be turned off within 48 hours. He actually said, guys, shut those things down. You got two days. Now, of course, they can appeal this. And the question is, during the appeal, would those things stay turned on or not? The tolls were part of the funding formula for a previous governor as part of a road, works, road and bridge repair program that passed in 2016. And road in roadworks is R-H-O-D-E-C. it's a joke. Roadworks, road, and bridge repair. That's back in 2016. The first toll gantry went up in 2018. So they've been on the road now for three, four years, and there are now 10 gantries along Rhode Island highways. Those tolls raked in nearly 40 million dollars in the last year, and about 100 million since 2018. The American Trucking Association led the lawsuit against the state that led to the judge's ruling Wednesday trucks account for less than 3% of the total traffic, but we're paying 100% of the tolls. And that is clearly not a reasonable allocation or approximation of the usage of these facilities. That's the attorney for the American Trucking Association speaking to NBC10 following the ruling. And so I know some people are going to say, but Steve, trucks do put more wear and tear on the road. That might be. But does that mean they should pay for all of the roads while no one else is paying anything? So there was clearly an effort to put the burden on out-of-state truckers because they are not voters in Rhode Island. So it was easy for politicians to come up with a conclusion where they would pass the tolls on to somebody else outside the state. In 2016, law approving the tolls also prohibited tolling cars to alleviate fears that that would happen. So they specifically said, we're putting up the gantries, we're simply going to tax, or toll the big trucks, but we will never, ever issue tolls against just civilian vehicles. We won't do that. We won't do that. That fear seemed to be top of mind for state leaders, though, in the hours following the ruling. A short statement from the governor's office began, we want to be very clear. The governor and his administration do not support and would not implement a tolling program on passenger vehicles. So that's the fear. The gantries are in place. They cannot be used exclusively against truckers. they got to get shut down. Could they be reinstated and be used against everybody? And presumably they could in theory, but there need to be the political will to do that. If it involves money, the political will might show up, but we'll see. The House Speaker and the Senate President echoed that assurance of no car tolls in their own statements. It's unclear how the state will fill the budget, that uh, now has a big void in it without those truck tolls. Uh, Meanwhile, the um, attorney said that trucking companies cannot be refunded the toll money paid to date, so taxpayers are not on the hook for that. The toll gantries and program cost the state $69 million, and the Rhode Island Department of Transportation the Office of the Attorney General both said they were reviewing the ruling. They've got 48 hours from the judge's ruling to shut those things down. Or they can file an appeal and, as part of the appeal, ask for an emergency order to stay the ruling of the court. And they could also ask this court to stay its ruling pending the appeal. And there's no guarantee that either of those will happen. And this is one of those great examples where somebody is sitting in a law office discussing legal options and a clock is running And the clock is running real fast. And they could get in a lot of trouble. You might say, Steve, what happens if they don't shut those gantries down within 48 hours? Uh, Well, they could be in contempt of court. And that, you know, could cause bad things to happen. So that's one thing. But the other thing you have to remember is they say that the program cost the state of Rhode Island $69 million to implement. $69 million. And in its entire Existence, it raised a hundred million. So yeah, they made 31 million dollars net on this project. But of course, it seems that it's kind of pointless in a roundabout way because they were hoping to make more much more net and it's going to wind up being just a one of those things where you have these big reminders over the road of something it used to be. But if you were a trucker, right? And a lot, and by the way, I've I've known guys who are truckers got a lot of, and gals, i got a lot of people in the audience who are truckers. I've represented truckers uh, in a variety of things. I've represented them in court on traffic tickets. And I've also represented them when they bought defective trucks. So I've, I've known a lot of people in this business. And I know that quite a few people in this business buy their own trucks. And then they basically work for themselves where they contract out for different entities for whom they move stuff. And I can tell you that some of these guys and gals have to hustle to make a living. They've got to hustle. And many people have got jobs. You go into work, you punch a clock, you do your work, you punch a clock, and you go home. And all of the worries about whether you're making a profit or not fall on somebody else's shoulders. When it's just you, and you've got your entire life invested in a truck and you drive that truck all over hell's half acre to make a living, every penny of yours that gets wasted is lost profit. And so it's something that many people's jobs don't require them to think about. But I've sat and talked to, I've had a vivid memory of this conversation I had with a friend of mine who had represented on a case and we were talking about how he handles his work. And he was an independent guy, bought his own truck, okay? And he would simply work for different people. And he showed me the logistics of what he went through, trying to set it up to where he'd pick up a load here in Michigan, and then like, say, drive it to Los Angeles, and then try to time it so when he was in Los Angeles, he could find somebody there who needed something brought back here to the Midwest. And then as he's coming back, he's trying to find somebody over here with something right around that time that he can then pick up and take someplace else. And I know there's people out there who work for companies. You could be a truck driver for FedEx and you drive the exact same route all day long. I had another friend who's a truck driver for one of the big car companies and all he did every single day, he did one trip down and back from an assembly plant to a parts supplier. He would drive down to an empty truck, pick up a load of parts, bring them back. He was done for the day. Once, like that, once a day, that same trip. Okay? So, there's all kinds of different people who drive trucks for a living. And as you can imagine, when one state, like Rhode Island, says, Oh, by the way, when you drive on our highways, we're going to ding you because you're driving a truck. And then you find out, oh, they're not dinging anybody else, just us truck drivers. And then you realize that's not fair. That's not fair. And don't get me wrong. I understand truck drivers, the ones I've spoken to, understand that they've got to pay certain fees and costs along the way to put license plates on their vehicle, to to, to have insurance on their vehicle, right? Just like everybody else. And so (laughs) this idea that we're going to go, oh, no. We're just going to tax the truck drivers. Should have occurred to somebody that that was wrong. Sadly, it took four years to get to this point. And I don't understand why it would take four years to do that. But I assume they probably tried to negotiate something here, and it didn't work. But the gantries went up in 2018. And then you get a judge saying, hmm, those are unconstitutional. Shut them off. you got 48 hours. So my hat's off to the judge my figurative hat, that is, off to the judge for actually saying, no, it's wrong and we're going to stop it right now. So that is an amazing turn of events. We'll see what happens because we might hear about an appeal very, very quickly. And if we do, we'll also hear about whether or not some kind of stay was granted uh, with respect to turning those off. Because a judge could say, I don't care if you disagree with that. How about this? Shut them off and you get my ruling overturned then you can turn them back on again. How's that? So one of the things that you ask for and explain when you're asking for a stay is you try to explain the harm that will come to you if you're forced to comply with the order that might get overturned. And of course, what's the harm? You shut those things off for a little while, you don't make much money. But you weren't making money before 2018 with them because they didn't exist yet. So crazy story. I was unaware of this going on in Rhode Island. But I'm sure many of the people in the trucker community were aware of this. So it's good news. Rhode Island will shut off truck tolls under a court order. Brian Crandall wrote that for NBC10. It's on TurnTo10.com. And Joe and Dan both sent it. Thanks a lot, guys. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. A supreme accomplishment is to blur the line between work and play.